0: Richard Case.
1: Well good morning Kathy. Um, Good morning. How are you doing this morning? We um, everybody is tuning in today because you said (laughs) (laughs) I got a cool I got a cool story to share and they want to know okay you can't you can't uh, uh, you know hold us up anymore. We got to hear this story. We've been we were talking about going to uh, Europe and uh, language and issues and, and and our experiences with you know me being in Germany and Linda you know we had that story about Israel and all that it's really kind of fun so you said you had an interesting story about I your I think your have. first trip to Germany right
2: I, well this was when we moved to well it ended up being our first trip as yeah. well but we moved to Germany and we were living there it was our very first weekend living there Okay, now hold, hold
1: on I just loved, a second hold on just a second go ahead. Um, so um, you moved there because was Dan? Dan was in the military, right?
2: In the Air Force, yes. Yeah. Um
1: So um, he graduated from uh, the Air Force Academy mm-hmm. in Colorado Springs, which is why you you and I have a lot of things in common because we live only about 25 minutes from there.
2: Right. Uh, right. Which
1: is kind of fun. Um, was this after? Because you got married, I know, while you were in school.
2: So we got uh, we we got married after school. Right after, after we school. graduated. Okay. Um, and then we moved to Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And so we were there for a few years Oh, that's like that's offered... like going to a foreign country. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Can I tell you we at the academy they get something called the dream list Uh um you know when they're graduating of where they want to be stationed and so they put in you know their top five choices and dan put in hawaii he put in germany he put in california put in all these fun locations and we jokingly said they looked at everywhere he put and they averaged them and stuck them right in the middle and said (laughs) okay omaha nebraska
1: okay well you get that Um, place okay
2: so yeah so we were there for for a very sweet people i have no desire to live there any longer but uh, but we did meet some great people and you know god has something in every place you go yeah but then we got the nice reward afterwards of getting to go to germany for a couple of okay,
1: years okay so you were in uh, nebraska and then then from there's mm-hmm. where you go to germany okay so yes tell us so now now we know that, and you're and you're probably in your 20s right mid 20s or so
2: um what would we have been we went there 95 um so I was 25. We okay. were there 95 to um, 97. So we were there just a little over 2
1: years. Okay. Where um, where where was that by the way? What what city?
2: Wiesbaden, Germany. Wiesbaden, which is yeah. about 20 minutes south of Frankfurt. Yep. Um and we were right along the Rhine river. We were um, in this unique position. He was in the Air Force, but he was actually taking a position um, with the NSA. Okay. Um over there and so he was uh, at and they had this little base called Mainz-Castell, which was this little army unit where NSA worked out of. Ah. And because he was kind of in this weird crossover there, being at an, an army base, but in the Air Force, we were allowed to do what's called live on the economy. Ah. Um, which meant that we didn't have to, here, here's a little little story for your tax dollars, a free one to throw in. But um, army base um, housing, the the housing on the base, is subpar for Air Force <laughs> standards. And so, I mean, like legitimately. Yeah. And so we were allowed to get a waiver to go off base because it didn't meet the standards of Air Force housing. Hmm. So we were able to live off base. We lived in this little town called Winkel, right on the Rhine, Rhine River, um, with Schloss Johannesburg in our vac- backyard. Oh, yeah. We walked our dogs through Johannesburg vineyards. Um, so just a sweet, sweet time. But precurs that too. First weekend we show up, we're jet lagged, but we are young, we are in love, and we are adventurous. And so we're gonna make the best of every moment. We're not even in our house yet. We're in this little um, Air Force or our military hotel um, in downtown Wiesbaden. And someone we knew said, hey, you're not that far from the train. You should take the train to Rudesheim. And we're like, that sounds like a great idea. It's not far, we'll do it. So very first weekend there, we probably were not even there 24 hours yet. And we are taking um, taking the train into Rudesheim, and we find this little. There's a boat down there that you can get on, that is a little Rhine River cruise that literally is almost like a taxi that goes along the Rhine River. It's beautiful. There's you know just town after town and little fortresses. Um, that used to be for defense and castles and vineyards and all kinds of things. And you can hop on this boat and literally just go from spot to spot. So mm. you go you know, down to the next town and then across the river, it'll drop you there. You can hop back on and take it to the next one. So we're adventuring. I'd love to tell you this has a great spiritual application, but you're going to have to come up with it yourself. It's really <laughs> just a funny story. Um, but we're adventuring and we jump off the boat in this little town called St. Gowerhausen. And we had taken probably it's going to be about like our Italian. We had taken probably three weeks of German before we left, mm-hmm. so we had a few keywords that we we thought we knew, that we had prepared for. And um, as we get off in this little town, where I mean it's adorable, cute churches, quaint streets. We knew enough to know, you know, when you see certain signs, we didn't know what all the signs meant, but you know you could kind of tell what was going to tourist areas and what wasn't. And we saw this one sign and had a big arrow on it. And we're like, oh my goodness, this must be important because everywhere we turned, we started to follow the sign and everywhere we turned, we saw another one with an arrow pointing to it. And we're like, well, with this many signs, this must be a sight to see. Yeah. So we are walking for a good bit, following these signs, these arrowed signs, that it turns out, we finally stopped and asked someone, are like, where is the Einbahnstrasse? <laughs> We did not know Einbahnstrasse meant one way. Street. Yeah. So we walked the streets of St. Gowerhausen following the Einbahnstrasse looking for this fantastic site that it must be pointing to, yet we had no idea. So there is my funny language one.
1: <laughs> That is funny. yeah. I so can... if you're
2: counting on my Italian in Italy, uh, yeah. let me just remind you yeah. of the Einbahnstraße, Einbahnstraße <laughs> story. Can... I'm all about adventure, not necessarily the language that good. That
1: <laughs> it, That is hilarious, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you actually uh, went nowhere. Um, other we than... went
2: nowhere. Uh, but you know, we wove through some beautiful streets. Yeah. A lot of beautiful one-way streets.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, one thing neat about Germany is uh, And and did you um, enjoy uh, the Autobahn going unlimited mileage? Did you enjoy that?
2: That was so fun, yes. So there are speed limits on parts of it, but not on all of it. Right. But yeah, we we pressed the limits. We had a a little, you know, young and a few years out of college, so our car could not press the limits as much as others could, but our little Honda Accord did the best it could with those high speed limits. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's one because uh, I left driving fast. So we we and we we, we would go there because Linda's family's from there. We'd go there in the in the early '80s, mm-hmm. um, and um, at that point there wasn't these. Uh, right now, because of the uh, volume, right, they do have speed limit places in
2: stretches, but there's yeah. stretches that are totally back. Without back then, they didn't have any. Oh, wow. So
1: you can go as fast as you want, as, as long as you want you to. Know? So I love, I love going so fast. <laughs> Linda, Linda, to that. Linda got scared a little bit. You know, <laughs> well, our, could...
2: our car kept us behaving some because yeah. we could only do it so much before we shut yeah.
1: the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're uh, talking about the supernatural, um, we, uh, we talked last time about uh, one element of it can be. Remember, it's not mm-hmm. a system. So we can't put things in a box. Well, you have to do this, this, and this. But it does include and can include God saying, well, here's my instruction for you to be obedient to a step. Mm -hmm. And as you're obedient to that step, it's going to lead to the healing that I have uh, designed for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you choose not to, the reason that you're not going to be healed is not because I don't want to, it's that... You aren't willing to follow me Mm. and my instruction for what I'm telling you. And that's why he keeps saying, don't box me in and don't limit me. Just be with me Mm -hmm. and I'll guide you and recognize that my guidance is to put you in the right place at the right time with the right people for me to do my work and don't second guess it
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and don't question it. Um, it's okay that you struggle. I can I can handle that. He said we can process that, but don't leave me. Mm-hmm. Don't exit the kingdom and say that's it. I'm gonna I'm not doing it uh, because it, it'll prevent you from the beautiful thing I have planned for you. Uh, and so let's look at a new another story. This is John two. Uh, this is a pretty uh, another cool interesting story. Uh, and go to John two verses one through ten.
2: Sure it says, on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now they were set. There are six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know... When the matter... When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom, and he said to him, Every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, than the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now.
1: Yeah, um, and, uh, and we'll actually come back to this uh, story. We're gonna revisit a lot of these stories to go deeper uh, into things. But this is, uh, remember we're looking at what is it really? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Cana um, is near uh, Nazareth where he uh, you know, lived and grew up. Right. Um, and it's about a oh, four or five hour walk from Nazareth to Cana. Um, and here they're attending a wedding feast. And it's uh, and evidently now, and, and this kind of illustrates that prior to Jesus starting his ministry, because this is his first miracle, uh, Joseph, his dad, has already passed
3: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, he's not physically there. He's not there. He would have been there. Uh, right. but, but he's not there, um, and so um, he goes and invited. It was it was Mary, Jesus, and the disciples were all invited, mm-hmm. um, not to a wedding feast. Now, the Jewish wedding feast is really amazing; it's beautiful uh, because at that point uh, it was a think of a a four to five to six day party, mm-hmm. um, and celebration. Of the life that this new couple is gonna uh, have and so in um, and it would be you know because we I I attended uh, you know your son's wedding this last uh, January and it was one beautiful party and it was just enjoyable Mm
3: -hmm. well
1: multiply that because it was like three or four or five hours multiply that by uh, you know three or four or five days you know so uh, it was just enjoyable Uh, To Mm -hmm. be there. And so, uh, because, uh, and this is why, interesting enough, um, weddings primarily were in the summer. Mm. Because they're going to be a long, long party. Um, They're not housed. They can't all stay in the in a house because they don't have extra right. all these extra rooms. So oh, they,
2: interesting, never even thought of that. They would yeah. be
1: they would be outside and they mm-hmm. would basically be sleeping in blankets and uh, pillows and uh, you know cushions, um, basically sleeping bags.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they would you know they would be outside, um, and then they would go into the you know uh, the big rooms to have you know the feast, and they would go in and out, basically in and out. The uh, gift. That everybody brought to mm-hmm. a wedding was always the same. Um, it was food. Mm. So, um, guest, part of not only you to enjoy the celebration, but we're <laughs> inviting you to bring food,
3: mm-hmm.
1: so that and think of
2: this is a feast for this several is, days. It's a feast <laughs> for several
1: days. So think of, uh, you know, when when you have like a small group potluck,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what do you tell? The people coming into the potluck, like, what do you tell them? Oh, bring, you
2: talk about everybody. What are you going to bring? Yeah. <laughs> and
1: bring food for you mm-hmm. and for everybody else.
2: Right, right. And
1: everybody brings extra food.
2: Something to share, Yeah, Something
1: to share. So that's what they would do. They would bring extra extra food so they could last during the week to eat. Mm-hmm. And if everybody brought extra, then they'd have enough, which they didn't. Right. Okay, well, the uh, the father, his role is to provide the wine mm-hmm.
3: uh,
1: now remember wine it was real alcoholic wine um, by the way it was it was the way they primarily drank everything was and that's why when he talks about having you know 30 gallons at a time
3: mm-hmm. i mean
1: imagine if you that's, you a, know, lot of wine. that's a lot of wine <laughs> uh why well because in essence, it's it's equivalent to us drinking, you know, water and soda.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that's our drink. Uh, and the one of the reasons they did, even children did, because it the alcohol killed the bacteria. Right. So it so was they ac-
2: didn't have the water cleaning. They didn't the, have the, the clean water that we have Yeah. Now. So yeah. it
1: was cl- it was clean and and free of of disease. So it would be like drinking water, and that's where there'd be a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was alcoholic. Now, by the way, the uh, percent of alcohol mm-hmm. would be quite a bit lower than our typical wine. Mm,
3: uh, interesting. So we okay. we'll
1: be at like a 12%, 14% alcohol. Uh, that wine was more like 2%, 3%, 4%. It was, it was so a, a kid could drink it and not really you know, have a problem mm-hmm. with it. Um, so at the end of the um, uh, week, they run out of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's a problem, right. Uh Because think about if you if you had guests to your house,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they're going to be there for three days, and on the second day you run out of water, right? You can't. What are you going to do? You know, and uh, it's a problem. You know, and so mm-hmm. they run out of wine, and Jesus's mother Mary says, "Take care of it," right? Um, now take care of it. Wasn't hey you and the disciples go to the store and get some more wine? <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was saying, and he knew right. what she was saying is to make wine.
2: There was uh, an expectation of what can be done here. Okay, now the supernatural.
1: Yes, now this is this is where you start to take the truth of the word and start to process that a little bit, um, and see the enjoyable part of of time with God in the word is you see something
3: mm-hmm
1: and and the question she should come up so when i read right. when i read this it's like well how could she even say that to him on what basis mm-hmm. did she say take care of it which meant you got to make wine right
3: um,
1: so i'm praying about that and processing it and, and and basically the holy spirit says well because he had done it before at home
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and he said now think about what we know in Scripture. We, we we don't know anything between age twelve when he was with the teachers in Jerusalem. By the right. way, given a great example of abiding, he was listening,
3: mm-hmm.
1: asking questions, and then saying, "So, based on what you just said, do I understand this right?" You know, and, right. and they were summarizing amazed. his summarizing, learning, yeah. and so that's a, a way of abiding. We don't know anything between twelve and thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's silent. Uh, We know how old he was but we don't think about it well and 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 so in in my dialogue about this it was like well what do you think he was doing Mm
3: -hmm.
1: well he was growing he already knew at age 12 Mm
3: -hmm. i
1: must be about my father's business so he already understood it and he had conversation and dialogue with me because he said he learned you know to follow my instruction well from 12 to 30 he's growing into the ability to deliver supernatural things Mm. and experiencing it and his, his family did as well they had run out of wine before
3: mm.
1: and God had said to him you, I'm going to give you the power to make water into wine and, and he did right. and so Mary had experienced this
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, in real time uh, now not to this level because they, you know, they, they weren't a party it was just a family she says take care of it uh, do what you've done before uh, Jesus says what?
2: He says, no, no, not my
3: time yet.
1: <laughs> no. Um <laughs> Why are you involving me? Mm-hmm. This is not my time. He knew what you were saying. Do what you've done before. Right. No, this isn't my time. Okay, now, um, by definition, when he said that, had the father ever said anything about that to him about this scenario? See, No.
2: No.
1: He didn't say, hey, today they're going to run out of wine. I want you to do this. Uh, His mother just said, take care of it. He says, it's not my time. Mm -hmm. And she says, I think it is. Um, Hey, servants, do whatever he tells you. Right. Um, And now, because we learn learned, this is in John, um, Jesus says, I did nothing except what the Father said. Exactly. So even though his mother had said it, it wasn't like okay, fine. He went to the Father and said, "Is this is this is this you? Are you mm-hmm. asking me to fulfill this? Is this a something you want me to be doing?" And, and God the Father said yes, because he couldn't have then said later, "I only did what the Father said," except right. when my mom, you know, said. <laughs>
2: Yeah. This is a good example of, of what you talk about using the whole council of scripture yeah. to help make sense of a story. Too. Yes,
1: yes, and to understand it and you know, keep thinking about it. So she says, Do what he says. Um, so he says, Yes, this is and so he tells the servants fill the fill the water pots.
3: hmm
1: Okay. They fill the water pots. Now, take it and draw it out and give it to the master.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Um, so he, he spoke instruction and then, um, he had spoken because we know the authority comes from him speaking it. He had spoken to that water to become wine. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Um, and, but it only was recognizable as they're, they're drawing it out. Um, and it says, Nobody else knew about it. Now we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. later. We'll, we'll come back to the story later because the disciples knew about it uh, because it talks about something important that we'll see later. But so we knew that Jesus knew about it. Mm-hmm. His mom knew about it, and guess who knew about it? the servants? Mm-hmm. Um, why? Well, because he gave them an instruction.
2: Yeah, they saw it happen. <laughs> um,
1: and 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 now think about this is cool. What did what did Mary? mom say to those servants first
2: said to, to go you know, go do as I say basically do, this is, go do this is your do
1: whatever he tells you to do mm-hmm. um, and they knew they had a problem right? and, she, and they heard her say take care of it
3: mm-hmm. hey
1: guys you do what he tells you because if you follow his instruction
3: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to see something amazing here Um, Mm. And God gave him the instruction. They followed the instruction. And then he spoke to the wine or to the water and turned it into wine. And that's his first miracle. Um, Mm. So he's taking physical things and translating. And by the way, and this goes back to, remember, we said a couple of days ago, Jesus did everything well.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: the master said, This
2: "Wine was exceptional. <laughs> hey, this
1: is spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's very unusual because by now it would be the less wine. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the better wine. Why? Because Jesus doesn't do anything less. He mm. he does the exceptional. You know. So as we as we look at this beautiful um, miracle, um, it was just it was just a timing issue. It was something right. that God was up to the Father." and interesting enough and and i i i kind of appreciate a little bit about this it surprised jesus Mm -hmm. Um, well if he can get surprised (laughs) then i ought to be willing to be surprised
2: that's a great point right (laughs) Uh,
1: and not say no because it's like oh Mm -hmm. so you want to do this
2: okay that's what you
1: really want to do you you want to do this you know yeah and, and he wants to surprise you and then, of course, demonstrate something. And we'll, and we'll come back to the story later about the significance of it. But we're, right now we're just talking about the what is it. And in this case, it was just turning something physical water into something else physical wine. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because they needed it. Yep. Um, you need it. I'm going to take care of it. Um, and that's the beautiful thing that Mary understood mm-hmm. is that, hey, there's a problem here
2: right
1: take care of it um and god says i want you to kind of have that viewpoint you got a problem well why don't you come to me and Mm -hmm. say what do you have to say about this is this i I, i'm gonna take care of it now by Mm -hmm. the way maybe in a different way than you think but um the question is i got a problem can you please Mm -hmm. show me how you're going to take care of it yep come with me let's go uh, so it's kind of a it's kind of a beautiful little story that has it's packed full of of uh, insight when we take the surface of it and go deeper with it, which is you know what abiding is all about. But it's a it's another great example of supernatural that it was a surprise, it was solving a problem, mm-hmm. it was different, it and was it was unique,
2: exceptional,
1: <laughs> and, and it was really cool. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, helping us understand this really simple story, your first miracle, which I'm which I know surprised you. Because I, I believe you thought it was going to be something different. And uh, and yet God the Father said, no, this is it for a reason. And to surprise you and to have everyone experience uh, the truth of it. And may we be surprised. May we be willing to be surprised. Uh, and let you lead and guide us when we have problems, that you can be the solver of those. And we praise you and thank you in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. As always, if you've got questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com and we'll see you
1: next time.
0: Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember...